present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us this week in historic Buxton, a fine town with much to interest the visitor. Buxton is, of course, well famous for high-quality mineral waters from its ancient spa, although I'm required to point out that they are also available from other good supermarkets. <laughs> Probably Buxton's most famous historical visitor was Mary, Queen of Scots, who came here to take the waters in search of a cure for her dropsy-induced headaches, a problem that was later cured permanently by Elizabeth I. <laughs> Mary stayed at the Old Hall Hotel, where she famously scratched messages to the townsfolk on a window pane with her diamond ring. These included, I am the only true Queen of England, and why does the shower curtain never seem to work? <laughs> Today we're honoured to be guests on the 100th anniversary of the Buxton Opera House's first opening night. Early performances at the new opera house included many by the great stars of the day, and it was here that the great Anna Pavlova was honoured by having a dessert named after her. <laughs> Pavlova was, of course, a stage name, she having, in fact, been christened Sherry Trifle. <laughs> the theatre is said to be haunted by the ghost of a poor soul who became so distraught at one of the first performances that he threw himself from the upper circle which is why safety barriers have had to be erected before I can say, let's meet the team. <laughs> <laughs> On my left, Barry Pryor and Graham Garden. <laughs> On my right, Timber Taylor and Harry Hill. <laughs> and please welcome the ever-fragrant lady who's been like a right hand to me for many years. <laughs> The delightful Samantha. Okay, we kick off with a round of missed hits. Get bonus marks for not laughing there. Having a good title for your book, film or show is vital to explain what it's all about. Many books, films, or radio and TV programs have failed for want of a decent title to entice the audience. I'd like you teams to share with us some of those you may have spotted. Barry, will you start, please? Styes in their eyes. <laughs> Graham? Harry Potter and the Witchfinder General. <laughs> Harry? The Hunchback of Sheltered Accommodation, Unit 4, Station Road, Buxton. <laughs> Tim? I've got a Harry Potter one, Mr. G.K. Rowling's Harry's Stoned on the Philosopher's Pot. Whatever happened to Baby Sham? <laughs> Men in Blackpool. The parcel force man only rings once and then runs off, and when you go... And when you go to collect it, it's always closed. Crossroads. <laughs> the third sense, I see deaf people. <laughs> Instruction booklets she wrote. 
<laughs> Conan the vegetarian? Let's move on to a musical round now with one song to the tune of another. This, this concept is of such basic simplicity I often wonder why I bother to explain it. But there are those who can be a little slow on the uptake teams. So pay attention. <laughs> a song is comprised of two elemental components, the tune and the words. The obvious and simplest analogy would be a cooking pot or saucepan containing food in the process of being cooked. The contents are like the words, and these are contained within the pan, much in the same way that the tune carries the words. Just as there are many varieties of tune, so there are an infinite variety of pots and pans, and each type can contain all manner of different foodstuffs or words. These can vary from simple fare, such as baked beans or soup, through to quite complex dishes like stews or coq au vin, and they can be cooked or sung in two different ways. One involves the boiling water of the classical style, the other the hot fat of a more contemporary interpretation. However, beware for the latter has a... However, beware, for the latter has its incipient dangers. Now, teams, I can sense by the look of anticipation in your eyes, you're keen to hear more. So let's move on to health and safety aspects. As you are, as you are no doubt thinking, isn't there some precaution we can take in the event of one of these pots catching fire? Quite right. As every safety-conscious cook knows, it's vital on these occasions to keep handy a huge wet blanket. At the piano, we have... <laughs> okay, Barry, we'll start with you. Would you please sing the words of Roxanne by the police to the tune of Tiptoe Through the Tulips. <laughs> Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light Cause those days are over You don't have to sell your body to the night <laughs> Roxanne, you don't have to Wear the dress tonight Walk the streets for money You don't care if it's wrong Or if it's right Roxanne You don't have to put on the red light I love you, since I knew you, I wouldn't talk down to you. I have to tell you just how I feel. I won't share you with another boy. I know my mind is made up. Turned out nice again. Right, it's you now, Tim, reducing the words of Chain Gang to the tune of Jerusalem. Sound of men working on a chain gang. That's the sound of men working on a chain gang. All day long they're singing hoo ah, hoo Well, don't you know that's the sound of men working on the chain gang? That's the sound of men working. 
on their chain gang all day long. They work so hard till the sun's going. <laughs> Okay, Graham, would you sing the words of the theme to the Flintstones to the tune of My Way? (laughs) Flintstones Meet the Flintstones They're the modern Stone Age family Let's ride with a family down the street through the courtesy of Fred's two feet When you're with the Flintstones Have a yabba Dabba gay old time When you're with the Flintstones Have a yabba dabba do Ah, yeah, but do time We'll have a gale time We'll see Barney We'll see Betty Bam, bam Devil's Dino too You'll have a gale All time Flintstones Beneath the Flintstones Finally, Harry, would you please sing the words of the ugly... And finally... Oh, that's unfair. Oh, no. (laughs) And finally, Harry, would you please sing the words of the ugly duckling to the tune of Harry Nilsson's lovely Without You? (laughs) There was once an ugly duckling with feathers all stubby and brown And the other birds said in so many words Get out of town, get out, get out, get out of town And he went With a quack and a waddle And a quack in a flurry of Hide down <laughs> That poor little ugly duckling Went wandering far and near But at every place They said to his face Now get out Get out of here And he went With a quack and a waddle And a quack And a very unhappy tear All through the winter time Show his face! Afraid of what others might say. Good gracious. It's by Hans Christian Andersen, that. He had a brother, Hans Muslim Andersen. Okay, the teams are going to play a board game now. 
Nothing new there. I've been playing a board game for 31, 31 years, man and boy. Another pastime we particularly enjoyed was Cluedo, the entertaining board game that explores the lighter side of psychopathic serial killing. <laughs> but this week we're playing a special game of Monopoly, which, in a fitting tribute to the Golden Jubilee of Her Majesty's coronation, is the royal version. Okay, Tim, you can start this one. I can. Yes. Um, I think I'll be the carriage. Oh, Cornwall. <laughs> Whose go is it? Barry. I'm the cannon. Oh, gone. Oh, that'll do. You're fired. <laughs> oh, community chest. Go back to the old Duchess of Kent Road. You don't get much rent from that one, do you? No, no. <laughs> Is it... Princess Michael, of course. But... Is it my? Is it my go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five. One, two, three, five. Take it. <laughs> By the way, I should have said I'm the golf cart. Um, chance. Keep your Queen Mother sightings coming in. Um, chance. <laughs> she had the golf cart, but she never played a hole, did she? She's one of those people who likes to get all the equipment, but never... <laughs> she had a full-size snooker table at home as well. Yeah. She never potted a ball. Um, I've got a tracksuit. <laughs> I had Ch it let out. <laughs> chance. Uh, it says... Uh, you win 73rd place in a beauty contest. Sorry, it's all that inbreeding. Where am I saying? Right, where's the dice shaker? It's his day off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here we go. Woo, 17 the hard way. Right. <laughs> I'm the little corgi. One, two, three... Six, seventeen. The mall. Oh, I'll put a palace on that. There we go. Right, Tim. All right. I've got him. Twenty-six. I've got. Oh, community chest. Go straight to Mystique. Do not pass Goa. Right. Me. Right. Yeah. Good Lord, eleven. Oh, community chest. <laughs> you are Fergie. Go away. <laughs> Four. There's chance again. I can't believe that. Uh, speeding fine, pay 50. Oh, sorry, sir, I didn't know it was you. <laughs> Here we go, be lucky. One. 
chance again. I can't oh, believe it. God. Improve image, go back three centuries. <laughs> I was just going to ask, because I've never played this game in my life. How does it end? With a republic. <laughs> OK, the next round is all about the science and psychology of product marketing. To encourage us to make purchases, many retail chains are surreptitiously using smells to make us feel hungry. Supermarkets routinely have the aroma of baking bread permeating their stores, while Dixons fill their shops with hopeless farts. <laughs> and just in case any of their staff do happen to be listening, ooh, yes please, of course I'd like to spend £400 on an extended warranty. Can you not see the label on my head which reads complete moron? <laughs> the most popular marketing tool is the special offer. So teams, I'd like you please to suggest certain special promotions or free offers you've spotted recently. Graham, will you start? Private midwifery service. No delivery charges. <laughs> Tim. Nokia mobile phone with loud hailer so everyone can hear you on the train. <laughs> Barry? Equitable life pensions guaranteed to pay for as long as you live. Sign up today and receive this complimentary service revolver and one bullet. Harry, cut price BBC3 package, and if you want to chat with someone else who saw the programme, it comes with a free mirror. <laughs> I've got a book here. It's Maths for Beginners, three for the price of four. The National Eczema Society have launched their new scratch card. <laughs> you can't win anything, but it makes you feel better <laughs> taking part. Brand new Stanner stairlift with free parachute. Do you like large, empty glass boxes? Then come to the Iraqi National Museum. <laughs> We've got loads. Are your ears not hairy enough? <laughs> then no, why not buy the Acme earwig? <laughs> Two-week holiday in Macclesfield. We guarantee a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Right, we have another of our regular sound effect rounds now. In DIY soap, I'd like you teams to construct your own soap opera using sampler machines. And this week's genre is the hospital-based drama. My personal favourites are Casualty and Holby City, and only this week I ordered the complete DVD box set. I love the gritty realism and was delighted to find there's a nine-month waiting list. <laughs> Listeners may be interested to learn that Graham and Tim have written and produced their own hospital soap called Maternity Ward. Tim's been pushing the BBC to screen it, while Graham's been telling him to push harder. <laughs> OK, teams, our DIY hospital soap will be performed over four scenes, with each of you taking the following parts. Tim, you can be Nurse Agraj. <laughs> Harry, you can be Dr. Cough. 
Graham, you can be Wes Casualty, an ambulance man. And Barry, you can be Dickie Ticker, a patient. <laughs> For each scene, I shall simply furnish you with five sound effects. Otherwise, you're on your own. To indicate scene changes, I shall do this with my horn. <laughs> but the only thing I can do with it... <laughs> Okay, you give up so easily. <laughs> okay, your episode title is An Accident Waiting to Happen, and these are your first five sound effects. <laughs> okay, teams, off you go. Day in Holby, <laughs> off you go. Uh, hello, hello, Carly. Carly, I'm, I'm on the motorway. I'm just driving past the uh, circus. Uh, I ho- oh, I hope you can hear me over this noise. I'm doing some chips on the back seat. <laughs> look, look, they're coming along nicely, just like your mother used to do. Making chips, that is. Um, <laughs> listen, don't nag, love, don't nag. I'm just fixing your circular saw now. D- listen, you can hear it, you can hear it. It's a... Whoops! Oh! Hey! What do you do to my lion? <laughs> Take that! Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's time for scene two, which must include these sound effects. Okay, off you go. Right, here we are. Well, never mind there. Never mind that siren. Come on, sir. In you go, on the stretcher. That's right. I'm, I'm ambulance man. Where's casualties the name? Um, what's, yeah. what's the matter with Persian? Uh, he's, he's a young man, aged 29. He's a... What? <laughs> 29. He's a punch victim. Pupils fixed. GCS 9, 140 over 80. IV push. Stats clear. ABC. Bloods. Titan match. Gas neg. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, as a matter of fact. Glass, uh, glasses, camera scales, eight. Now, and rising, B, B, C. Hang on a... <laughs> hang on a second while I get a pen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, time for scene three now, which involves these sound effects. Slap. Off you go. Right. <clears throat> Is that Dr. Cough? Yes. <clears throat> That, that door, you need a bit of WD-40 on that. Doctor. Nurse, there you are. Oh, I, uh, I, think, I think I've got a pulse, Doctor. Oh, then you're just the sort of girl for me. Uh, I say... Uh, now, uh, just do this quickly... I opened this hospital in the... No. So... <laughs> okay. Okay, time for the exciting cliffhanger denouement teams, which is to include these sound effects. Okay, teams, off you go. Right, get him onto the ventilator. We'll take his pipe out first, you fool. <laughs> I only came in for me tonsils. 
do you want, Doctor? Uh, see if you can get hold of Lloyd Grossman and David Frost. Yes, I'm contemplating keyhole surgery. <laughs> I notice it's nearly the end of the show, but there's just time to squeeze in a round of entomologist's songbook. (laughs) Samantha tells me she has to nip off now to meet her new gentleman friend, who's an avid collector of rare beetles. She says he has an incredible long horn, which he's keeping in a shoebox for her. (laughs) He he told her that if you tickle it, it jumps out halfway across the (laughs) table. So, teams, while Samantha's away enjoying that, I'll invite you to suggest song titles likely to appeal to an audience of entomologists and other insect lovers. And, Barry, will you start, please? We will overcome. <laughs> Bebopaluma, a wasp, bam, boom. Tet, tet, tetsy, good fly. Norwegian woodlouse. Where did you get that gnat? This old louse, sung by Nat King Cole. He also recorded Let There Be Lava, didn't he? Yes. Did he really? I didn't know yes. that. Yes. Oh, that yes. was on uh, the Sergeant Pupa's Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course, Oh Mind Pupa. Do you remember that one? Yes. yes. Eddie yes. Calvert, the man, the man with the golden the hornet. A sleepy cocoon. Yes. <laughs> My old man's a dust mite. Sung by S. Grub 7. <laughs> Don't laugh at me because I'm a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget putting on the knit? <laughs> I'm in love with a wonderful wasp. <laughs> What's it all about, aphid? Ride a cockroach to Banbury Cross. <laughs> hey, you, get off of my wasp. <laughs> Stick insect on my collar. <laughs> By moth for hoople. My old man said, follow the wasp. <laughs> Roaming in the glowworm. I'm a pink toothbrush, you're a wasp. <laughs> you like this one, Graham? Wasp yeah. sting Matilda. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, as the Steve Davis of time clambers over the table of eternity to reach for another red, and the wine waiter of destiny asks him to leave the restaurant... I notice it's the end of the show, so from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good folk of Buxton, it's goodbye. Tim Brooke-Taylor, Barry Cryer, Graham Gardner, and Harry Hill were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. 